back, welcome back. It's another Thursday, another wonderful Thursday. The week is almost over for sure. Hump day is over and we are here. Uh, I am T. Anthony and standing next to me is... Elizabeth. The one and only and you are listening to you're getting the wonderful experience. This is the place to be. This is the Whitebeard and TK podcast. Um, before I get into a few other. Th- oh, my gosh, I was about to say it. A few other things. Um, I will probably update more on Tuesday. Maybe, maybe um, I was talking about uh, my eye. And they went to check it and make sure they didn't have a torn retina. So I've spent the entire day yesterday in the doctor's office. And when I say the entire day, we were there what? The entire day from like 10, 14. No, it wasn't 10, 14 because we got there like 15 minutes early. That's right. So like 10 o'clock to like 4. Wasn't it 5? It was like 4.30. Because we got home, it was a quarter to, I think it was a quarter to six after we stopped and picked up some Chinese anyway, food. a long time. And the daytime was literally over. It was now afternoon moving into evening. Yes. And since I didn't want to, well, we're not going to say that. We'll just say I drove home. We'll leave it at that. We'll leave it at that. So that's a bit of the update. Uh, so far, they'll have to go back and do some more testing. But right now, everything seems to be okay. So the next stop is to get to the dentist because my jaw is killing me and I need to get this dental work taken care of. It's so, yep. so, so like, hard to sleep. Man. So I can say, hey, you need to put braces back on your teeth. Well, you should be sleeping with your retainer, period. I lost it. You lost it. Uh-huh. Yeah. And my other ones with the wire, uh, my wisdom teeth started to grow in so the top part doesn't fit and then I lost the bottom part. Uh, okay, well, you know what? Let's take care of some business and then let's just roll with this because I don't want to stop anymore. Now that we have your attention for the next few seconds, consider being part of our team. We'd love to expand our interviews and do more adventures and reach more people with a show that has something for everyone. And we can do that with your help and your support. A donation of any size that could be stopped at any time. You can also subscribe and, and like and follow and download and share this show with others. And if you have any questions or comments, or you just want to say hello, you can reach us at tanthonybland at gmail.com. Again, that's tanthonybland at gmail.com. All right. Back to you, Jay. Ew, what was that? I, I don't know. I, I always just... Well, we're rolling up on Election Day. Uh, Many people in the country have voted, as they call voting early, which really actually means nothing. Um, I mean, if I could vote, I would do it too, just to make sure that my ballot is counted. It makes no difference. Right, but... (laughs) I mean, at least you could, like, if you get it in and then you can call and see if it's there and everything's okay. Because then if not, I don't know if they'd send you another one. Send you another one, but? Another ballot? No. 
No? Okay. Once you vote, you vote. There you go. See, I was going to say, because then you can, like, make sure that it gets there. Because then if it doesn't get there, then you can vote. But you can't do that, so. Right. But see, you've lived in this house with me. You've seen me come home working for the Board of Elections, and you understand. I work very late at night when I was working there. I get home, and then we had that whole month where we had to certify the counts, and you had to hand count everything, and then had to match it with the stuff that was coming through the machines and everything else, and that never took place until after the day of election. So all this early voting and people, they're trying to, they're trying to stop us from, and they want us to have IDs. Oh, shut up. All of the early, it really means nothing. None of it is going to be counted until election day. So you can drop whatever you want to put in the mail. And they did that in a lot of states before this year, before 2020. And they did that because they were trying to say to stop voter fraud. So that's why we got to do it early. And what people don't understand is that politicians are always playing games with you. They always want the vote. So they're going to tell you anything and everything to make you do something. And it still comes right out to what I always say. I told you the stats. Who votes? Who doesn't? Um, There's a lot of talking and the people still don't go and do it. So the whole push for early voting and all those other things that's happening at the moment is like, okay. We should give it an electoral college. We should stop. Just stop. I mean, the popular vote doesn't really matter. In a presidential in a presidential election, no. no. Every other election that you have, yes. But yeah, in the presidential election, your vote kind of really like doesn't matter because it's just the electoral votes that matter. Right. Um, and when you're voting, you're voting for those electoral representatives that are in your state, whatever many you have. Uh, one of the things I said to, I think it was Imani, I was like, you know what, how about we just have no president for the next four years? Everyone just like put their ideas in a box and ship it to the White House and we'll just pick the best ones. Right. Yeah, that sounds good. That sounds dandy. And as I said, you know, I was listening to a podcast this week. They probably don't even listen to this one. But um, the one that my, my cousin's part of, and I was listening to all these guys, right? And um, I guess their niche market is all black people and in sports, because I think they do a lot of sports talk too. Um, and I'm, I'm listening to them talking about, hey, we're gonna vote, we're gonna vote on the day of, or we're gonna do this. And I'm listening to all of them talking. One had his ballot, couldn't find it. The other one filled it out, but didn't mail it yet. Another one voted for the first time in his life, but he didn't actually vote. He was going to vote, figure he can't say anything unless you're actually part of it. And so I guess all the things that was going on and you know the whole Biden thing and, and now he's gonna go vote because of course they're saying, you know, Trump is this and Trump is that and Biden's the other thing. And and one other one was talking about um, you know, he's just tired of voting for two old white guys, and that's putting it nicely, the words that he used. Um, it, it was just insane. And these are the conversations you and I are always talking about. And I said, this is what always happens. Like young people always say, ah, and then they never vote. There's been so many times that I've talked to your siblings about voting. This is for years. I think last year, maybe all of them actually did vote. 
And um, wait, 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 sorry. The last presidential election. Because in between those years, I don't think any one of them get up and go do anything. But that's just the way people are. So, you know, what you're seeing in the media is just insane um, with all the stuff that's with all the stuff that's being talked about. And um, speaking of the media, which is really what I wanted to do, I didn't want to talk about the voting thing. I just said that. Coming up. Mm -hmm. That is coming up around the corner. Mm -hmm. And people can go to Wendy's and McDonald's and purchase their stuff with a mask, but they're afraid to go into the place with a mask and flip a switch. Interesting. You can't go to church because it's too dangerous, but you can go over here because it's this. Isn't that funny? Certain things are not dangerous to your life. Really should have done the whole COVID show. Welcome to the COVID show. So, um, back to, I said I was going to go over something, something she was saying earlier, and I think we're going to leave that one for last because I think that slides right into the, um, you know, where do we move on from here thing. But let's just start with this because this well, maybe maybe it may be a good segue into that. Last week, you weren't here. I was talking about overseers, and you know, and and I got into the whole, you know, my black skin bag. Right, I was just talking about just just black people, not like that's the only people I want to hear this. But we're saying that you know when you think a certain way, that's outside of the way other people in your particular group think. Then your attack call all sorts of name coons, blah, 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 blah. That's what I was talking about. And so I said, um, and that's the reason why 50 Cent was attacked and a lot of, and, and a few other things because people didn't like that. They didn't like the fact that he did this idea, and I said when we first heard this, I said, wow, homeboy woke up. He's like, hold on a second. I was like, yeah, that's right. See, you're wealthy. It's too many wealthy celebrities and wealthy other people who call themselves Democrats. And they're all so, and they're all wealthy, and they're always talking about the rich 1%. And they're trying to sway you, but they do the exact same thing. Mark Garofalo, Gruffalo, whatever name it is, you know, when they all got naked this year, I'm like, what kind of crazy nonsense is this? Before the last presidential election, 2016, the celebrities got out there to tell us what to do because, well, we listen to them, don't we? No. Right. Just so, like um, Kim Kardashian having her 40th birthday party on a private island with friends and family. Um, after um, quarantining and telling them to get COVID tests, we all decided to celebrate. But I got to stay inside, right? But you can go on your private island and have your 40th birthday. Wait, 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 wait. You can't even have a Thanksgiving dinner without having your mask on. And don't forget to only take off your mask if you need to take medicine and to oh. put the food in your mouth and put it back on. Oh. It's craziness. Go donate. <coughs> to help stop the fires in California, even though I have millions upon millions of, probably even billions of money 
in my bank account. I'm not going to donate more than $5 and you're never going to know, but I'm going to post about it on Instagram and tell you to donate. Wow, that really bothers you, doesn't it? You've mentioned that a few times now yes, about her. Because rich people shouldn't tell me what to do with my money if they're not doing anything about the thing that they're talking about. Okay, well, okay, sorry for taking you down the little rabbit hole. That's like somebody telling me, oh, you need to buy some new shoes and your shoes have the sole hanging off of it. Okay. You go buy some new shoes. All right. <laughs> Back to the overseer. So um, I was using the um, slave analogy since this is always being used, the slave analogy. And in it, I was talking about the overseer. And the overseer's job was to crack the whip, get the person back to work in the field, get them back to work and do what they need to do, keep them from running away. If they went to run away, they brought them back and figured out how to do something. Either you hung them, you whipped them, you chopped them up, whatever it is the overseer did. That was your job, to keep people in line. And so lo and behold, after I mentioned that last week, what in the heck happened? Some woman named, uh, what is her name again? Chelsea Handler, supposedly a comedian. Honestly, I don't know who she is, and I really don't care who she is. The only thing I care about is the statement that she said, which was, she had to go and tell 50 Cent, remind him that he was black and that he couldn't vote for Trump. People, if that is not what Joe wouldn't use in modern day uh, uh, racism, that was totally racist. Um. And then she had to say, and you know, Eek, because you, and, and not to go and, and was telling him how he can't use his whatever it is to persuade to sway masses of people are you kidding me are you that's exactly what she's doing that's exactly what she's trying to do and it's exactly what they keep doing here's a narrative here's a story you need to stick with it if you do not we're going to come for you and what were you going to say uh i was just going to say that i am not going to tell anyone who'd vote for it. Like, I'm not going to tell you to go to the polls and be like, vote for this person. Uh, because honestly, if I was the legal age to vote this time around, both choices aren't exceptionally great. But <laughs> listen, if you're a person of color, don't say person, don't call me a person of color. Like somebody once said, black and person of color don't seem to be interchangeable. But anyway, um, if you're a person of color and you're a Democrat, a liberal, a leftist, a socialist, whatever, and you say, I don't want white people to tell me what to do. Don't let white people then tell you who to vote for. Does that make sense? Does that make sense? And honestly, that goes for everyone on either side. If you're also a conservative and a Republican and you don't like white people and you say, uh, don't let white people tell me what to do. Don't let white people tell you who to vote for. I'm just saying. Just stick to whatever you're thinking about. I will quickly tell somebody who to vote for. And I will do it and I will try to persuade them and I will tell them why this is. And then they can tell me, if we want to have a debate about it, you could tell me why you like this particular person. And we can have that conversation. 
But I'm not going to tell you that you should do this and you need to do this because you're a Christian. You should do this because you're black. You should do this because you're older. You should do this because so-and-so. Because I have my reasons why I feel Donald Trump is a better candidate. I have my reasons why I and your mother were going to vote for him in 2016, and I did. I have my reasons why. Now, I can explain this to people. I'll try to persuade you. But if you're not persuaded by that, then that's fine. I have no issue with that. You make up your own mind. You put all the pieces together. You look at both people. And I didn't just mean just the platform. You look at the platform. You look at the people. You look at what you feel about yourself and your worldview, which we'll get to in a moment. And then that's how you begin to make your decisions. It's not that whoever is going to be perfect. It's not that whoever's any of these things. It really is centered around a certain way of how you see things. And so when we're having debates and these conversations, and that's wonderful and fine, we can say, well, I like this person because they're not this, but I like them because of this. And perhaps over the next four years, they can find somebody else that may match up to or closely come to whatever anybody's ideal candidate is. Mm -hmm. um, and you leave it like that. And we can have that conversation. I have no problem with that. But what I have a problem with is here she comes, right? Miss wealthy, rich, white, liberal, Hollywood person. Come and tell another black man what he can't do because he is black. And tell him what he needs to stop doing to try to persuade people because he is black. And all the while calling the president a racist, calling people who are not anti-racist, whatever the heck that is, a racist, but fail and neglect to see that her very statement and what she said and what she did is filled with so much bigotry. It is beyond belief that it was aired and people see it and no one really says anything and she's allowed to do this and so many people do. And as you and I have discussed before, I said, these are the biggest racist and bigots and prejudiced people out there. The ones who actually think that they are so superior to you that they have to go, I'm so sorry that I oppressed you and my ancestors oppressed you and I'm so sorry that I don't, wait a second, you actually think that you're better than me, that you're doing something? Where did you get this superiority complex from? But you point a finger at someone else and say that they are white supremacists. It's insane. Don't talk about Karen and anybody else. These are the people who are crazy. Like we were talking the other day, what did I tell you? Let somebody come over to me. Hey, you, coon boy. I got some shoes for you to shine. And I will go, yeah. All right, corn pop. <laughs> Let's have this little chat. See, I can deal with someone like that. You know how they feel. You know what they feel about you. You can have that conversation and you can talk. You two can walk your, your own direction. I'm saying you can even be friends with that person. Because at least you both know what side of the fence you're on and you're going to go that way. It's the people like, um, I heard somebody say, <laughs> Chelsea Negro Handler, which is, which is quite funny. You really have to think about it. It's kind of funny. So she's trying to handle somebody. It's people like her 
And another South African dude who I never really liked, who's supposed to be a comedian. You already know, I've talked about him so much and I said I'm not gonna say any more about him on this show. Um, it's people like that that are, I think are the most dangerous and are the worst of the worst because they pretend that they're better than someone else. Uh, again, somebody who's like, oh, uh, I'm not gonna say who the two posters were that were having this argument because whatever, but there was like, okay, somebody put this post on their story. And so I was like, oh yeah, that makes sense. And so there's just two people arguing over who they should vote for. And then it was like, wow, two people who probably won't be affected at all mm -hmm. by whoever gets into office. And I'm like, yeah, again, if you're gonna tell me to do something and you're not gonna do it, why would I do it? If you're gonna tell me to do something and I'm going to be negatively affected by it, why would I do it? And you're gonna be sitting there fine. Or, <laughs> same goes for the other way around. If I tell you to do something and I'm gonna be fine, but you're not, why would you do it? That makes absolutely no sense. Mm -hmm. But in the end, as I've always said time and time again, you have your point of view, I have my point of view, and neither one of us should be sitting here and hating the other one. I mean, we've had an entire year. Well, actually, we had an entire four years since 2016 of just venomous hate and spew just coming out of people's throats and necks from the pink-haired lady, from the pink hat people to everything else that's been going on for years. It has been nonstop. And then we get to this year, and it's like, what is wrong with you? Um, I can have a difference of opinion in, than you. I, that doesn't mean that my opinion is wrong. It doesn't mean that I am a bigot just because I don't agree with you. You need to grow up. And as much as people like to lift up black people, first of all, when somebody said something, you need to look into what they're saying and you need to read more into what they're saying because what they said might not even be what you thought they said. It could have been something totally different. Um, yeah, so as much as you like to lift up black people, then you shouldn't say, like when somebody has a difference of opinion, like you can d disagree with their opinion, but you shouldn't be saying something racist or bigoted or prejudice against them just because they have a different view. Right. And, you know, and like I was just to that podcast, you know, when you start calling someone else a racist, so you want to say they're prejudiced or they're so, so it was like this one time, you know, at one point they were talking about, you know, all these Latin people, the Hispanics are voting for Trump and, you know, they love him and they not, they not, they not with us. And, you know, not without down without cause. I'm sitting there going, what the heck cause do you have? What what are you talking about? And then just saying some things about them. And then it went on to say something else. And here, here's my point, and I'm gonna get off of this. You know, and, and, and it's like when you're in your conversation, I don't care if you're with your crew, your family member, you're sitting around eating some whatever it is you eating, and you start calling and you start talking and referring to white to white Americans, right, Caucasian Americans, you start re referring to them as whitey, you're just as much as a bigot as the other person 
calling you whatever you want, what they want to call you. Let's just say the N-word since you don't like to say the other words. I got no problem with it. I have no problem with it. But so you're just as much as a bigot. And it's like, stop pretending like you're not. Stop. It's just as bad and just as dangerous as Chelsea Handler. We all, every single human being and American has what they like and they don't like. But it's too many people with the superiority complex to think that they are better than someone else and they're not. We're all humans. We all have our bigotry. We all have our, our prejudice. Yeah, yes, I want to say prejudice. We, we all prejudge things before we get there and so on. Enough of that. But this does go right into something else. The world view. It is our world view that pretty much dictates every single aspect of our lives. Um, and I had an idea of what I wanted to do today. But then it got solidified after we watched that that um, the service on Sunday in the past was just talking about having a, you know, God's the, the, the worldview. And I was like, that's it. You know, and it's, it's your particular worldview, as you were saying before we turned on the mic, it's a particular worldview that we have that dictates everything. For me, it's always been Christ. It's always been a Christian first since I became one. It's been my skin complexion last Christ first, and that for me goes into every single thing that I do. When I write, when I'm on here, I don't have to have a podcast where I put explicit lyrics on it because, I mean, explicit content because I'm cussing up a storm. I don't think that's necessary, but that's just me. That's the way I view myself. And so that dictates every single thing I do now. Am I going to stand outside of an abortion clinic and go, boom, you know, throw a Molotov cocktail through that? No, because those people are crazy. Mm -hmm. You're a terrorist. You're crazy. That has nothing to do with Christianity. It has nothing to do with Christ. So that kind of dictates a lot of everything I do and how I'm motivated to, to go about my life and to, and to uh, um, do everything else to, that like getting what hiking, you know, I feel very comfortable no matter where we go and we meet lots of different people and I can sit and have conversations with lots of different people because I don't view the lens through a particular world view. There are some people who view the entire world through a particular cultural worldview, i.e., like I was saying, that podcast seems to be, you know, the audience is this one particular cultural and people group. That's not who I'm talking to. That's not who I'm reaching. That's not my world. That's not the way I see things. I see things broader than that. And because of that, I'm able to see a lot of different sides of things instead of one side of thing. And we were talking about something uh, the other week and I said, you know, I'll have you back and then you can tell me what you were talking about. But then I said, you know what, since you're here, 
you can explain or, or tell me a little bit or you know a little bit more of some of what you're learning from ethics or is it Christian ethics actually it's your class um, it's Christian ethics right last week I was talking about something about abortion but you didn't say about abortion you said about dating yeah yeah uh, it's basically it's like Bible doesn't give us a solid like age answer of when you should be dating but um, my ethics book was like well for like more mature people it was like 18 uh, and for less mature people like over 18 and I mean I kind of agree with that because like people who dated like from elementary school or whose parents like started them out with that and it's like oh is that your little girlfriend then your kids just grow up thinking that it's normal to have like a serious relationship at 12 years old and I mean you know you want to have a little crush on somebody that's fine you know everybody has crushes on people that's normal whatever but you shouldn't be like we're gonna get married in three months and you're 13. that's not really normal anyway my point was gonna be right that and uh, it's not even dating people your age because when you when you get exposed to things when you're younger it's more easily that you especially like growing up where I did there were lots of older men who flirted with very young girls underage girls um, and by flirt I don't mean like back and forth I just mean like the whole cat calling situation and everything like that anyway um, when you open yourself up to that you're more susceptible, you're more susceptible to them be like oh yeah this is normal like oh no it's fine that guy just thinks that I'm pretty I should go out on a date with him it's like no that guy is 30 and you're 15 there's a line that needs to be drawn between this is okay and this is not okay mm -hmm. um, and it also just puts like a lot of unnecessary yeah unnecessary pressure on you um, don't do it I wouldn't recommend dating in like high school or middle school uh, some people get too wrapped up in it and take it way way too much to heart a lot of the times well not a lot of the times but a good portion of high school marriages end up in divorce uh, so I just say wait till you're in college or just like you want to take a gap year after high school do that chill find a boyfriend go to college get married whatever yeah, I don't know about your stats on the divorce thing but okay that's that's good stuff but yeah and it, it doesn't just open up I mean we've talked about this before um, uh, just Especially. a lot more heartache and pain before you actually meet the person that you're willing to live with and marry and raise a family with. You come with a lot of baggage because we spent a lot of time doing things um, to hurt one another's hearts by leading someone somewhere when you're not really thinking about long term and that leads to a lot of problems. But mm -hmm. back to your ethics. Thing I'd asked you about um, 
something else you were learning about ethics. It was something about worldview you were talking about. Oh. Um, basically what it said was that, you know, when being a Christian, that should basically just, like, shape how you see the world, which is kind of the same thing that we heard on Did we watch it on Sunday? Anyway, kind of the same thing that we heard then. But I, I did read that before we watched the service. Okay, so I technically got that information first. Okay. <laughs> um, but it's like, like I was talking about earlier, I think, right before we recorded this, I was mm -hmm. like, you know, it shouldn't be if there's a person on the train tracks versus 20 and you have the power to shift and hit the one other than the 20, it shouldn't be like a, well, it depends on who's that one. It should just be a 20 versus one. You gotta let the 20 live. Okay. Uh, but, again, Christian world views. Let's get back to that. It's kind of went off the tracks. Uh, there's a lot of train stuff going on today. I don't know why. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> um, but, yeah. with that, but with that world view, like you have a lot of people, and I've seen a lot of comments out there, a lot of people saying something your brother would ask me about something earlier this week. You hear a lot of people say, um, we know how those Democrats are. I'm a Democrat, and I'm a Democrat. That's how they are. That's how all those Democrats are, and so on and so Let's clear this up for the 100th time. There's liberal, there's conservative. And when it comes to that thinking of liberal and conservative, that is in terms, pol politically speaking, in terms of governance, how you prefer to be governed, how you think this is the best system of government and governing a body of people. There's liberal, there's conservative. Most of us in this country and in the world are pretty much in the middle. We're middle of the road people or we're center left or center right of whichever political spectrum we fall on. So when you get to the right side, there is conservative. When we're talking in terms of political parties, you're talking Republican, independents, libertarians, gotta love those libertarians. My brain sometimes thinks the libertarian about certain things and whatever. And you have libertarians. On the other side, you have the Democrats, the progressive, the far left, and you have all those other things. So that's it. People are not political parties, but we've gotten to the point where we, 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 we call ourselves a political party and that becomes your total world view. Now people are, yes, more conservative than some are more liberal in their thinking and the things that they want. You may be more uh, liberal when it comes to stuff in public. Uh, uh, what is it? I wanted to say something about like billboards with sex on it and whatever. Uh, that's just, just the first thing that came to my mind. And you may be more social conservatively. I am definitely a social conservative. I am a fiscal conservative. I am pretty much conservative with my life. That's just the way I live it. Um, 
I do understand that socially people are going to do things, so they're just going to do things. That's just not my thing, and I'm just not going to do it. You do what you want to do. See, when it comes to that thinking, that's a little bit of that liberal. I mean, not liberal. That's a little bit of the, the, the libertarians. You know what? You do you. I do me. Leave me the heck alone. Um, Less government control over my life. Leave me alone. For example, do I like the way that co some cops deal with everything? Not everything. Deal with some things. No, but I'm not going to go to my local precinct Burn it and down. <laughs> beat up a police officer just because because I'm not trying to go to jail. Right. I'm good. I don't need that. Um, why do I believe in and want less government control over things? Because here's, here's the thing. I worked for the city. My wife worked for the city at one point. I worked for the Board of Election. We had to put in some things. We live in public housing, which is basically government housing. They asked for, one day, a statement of how much I made. Before I can get there, and I asked the guy, he said, well, did you do this? I said, no, I didn't do that. He said, well, I have it right here. I said, excuse me? He said, hey, that's what happens, you know? You know, you, you work for the city. I'm like, nah. And so I came home, and, and I'm telling you, you know, it's like, that's where you have too far of a government overreach. You know, when you put your hands in too many things, uh, your daughter wasn't in school today. Well, she was sick. Well, she's been sick for a week. We're going to have to send somebody out there to see how she's doing. We're going to take you to court to do so-and-so. Well, we're homeschooling you. What you got to say now? So, you know, we removed much of it out of our lives because when they're in control of every single thing, it becomes a massive problem. Yes, there should be some social programs, but there should not be a billion social programs because that hurts a lot more than it helps. But anyway, so politically speaking, as you can hear from, you know, I am a conservative. So from politically speaking, that's where people lean. They lean either progressive, left, leftist, liberal, all that, or they're on the conservative side. People are not a political party, but constantly they're saying, I'm a Democrat, you're a Democrat. And then when you live with that worldview, when you live with that ideology, you begin to view people with that worldview. And that's when we have what we have now. Chelsea Handler attacking 50 cents. You have all these other people doing the weirdest and craziest stuff that's been going on all year long. Because they have these worldviews and they're just a little bit twisted. That their worldview is not broad enough to love one another and to be able to accept people for what they are. So I am not a political party. I am not my uh, uh, political philosophy of governing. That's, that doesn't lead my life. Christ is what leads my life. That is where I view the entire world from. And I don't care what you are. I don't care what anybody else is. You know, we can have this conversation. But when you start to act a little out of the pocket and a little, little crazy, mm -hmm. I'm no longer living. I'm not listening to you anymore. I'm not going to attack you. I'm not going to try to burn down your house. I'm not going to try to stop you from selling what you're selling. That's you. But... People's worldviews now are so twisted and wrapped up into a political party that they do not view each other as an American or a human.
Then they hate the country they live in, then pack up and leave. Why be here and tear something down? Mm -hmm. And so, you know, that goes back to what you were saying about your rear view. You know, that you're learning in Christian ethics is what we've already been talking about. Yeah. Is that, you know, if it's, if it's built on this, then you can have love for that other person. Yeah. I think we should all be like the Red Cross during war. Well, way back in the day. I don't know if they still do that. Maybe they do. But anyway, we watched this movie and basically they were there helping anyone that was hurt. Yeah. Anyone and everyone. As simple as that. Yeah. Anyone and everyone. Um, <laughs> yes. Anyone and everyone. And where do we go from here? I don't know. I said this years ago on Facebook that um, leading up to the 2016 election, that there are going to be a lot of people that are going to have a lot to apologize for. My wife has been pregnant a number of times, and any of you who have been married to someone who's pregnant, and they may act a fool for nine months, you know, it comes to the point where I told my wife one day, I said, um, you have a lot to apologize for, so be careful. And, um, you know, nine months after that, you were hating this person for nine months after that, you know, be careful what you say in your hormonal imbalance, in, in, in your tiredness of having, carrying this baby and you're extremely pregnant. Be careful because nine months is going to be over. And when that baby pop out, you're going to need that person. You're going to want that person to help you raise that child. You're going to forget everything that you've said. And that person is going to remember and I said when 2016 happened, what are you going to say the day after the election? It doesn't really matter who the heck wins. What are you going to say to that person sitting next to you in the pew? What are you going to say to your brother and your sister who you insulted over something because you were so twisted inside over all of this stuff? Politics who half of you, half are not really even into. They just hear little news clips and it turns them into crazy zombies. Mm -hmm. Like, what are you going to do after this? You know, we got into something the other day and I got really mad and said, you know what? I don't need you. I don't need anybody. I thought about it. And of course, I came and I apologized to you because that's stupid. We do need each other. You need me, I need you, we need each other on this planet, we need every person in the body of Christ. We as Americans need each other, that's how we're able to live. We pay our taxes and everybody seems to benefit from it. Whether or not you like the fact that someone's getting some money for free, they probably worked before and had some taxes and everybody in their family. So, having said that, you know, realizing that you know what, what I said was hurtful and speaking in Christianism, Christian, Christian terms, hurting the spirit. It's like, wow, you can't do that because this other person is in the image of Christ. So when we say hurtful things to someone else, we are injuring the image of God. We are injuring the very thing that gives us life and breath. Mm -hmm. So Nah, that needs to be fixed. So, you know, we apologize, I apologize, and, and we moved on from there. And it comes right back full circle to where we started at. 
Where does this country go on from here? It doesn't matter what happens on Tuesday. What matters is what's been happening for the past four years between people. What's been going on this entire year? People attacking someone because they're not wearing a freaking mask. Calling the cops because someone is not wearing a mask. Another person says, I'm going to take a stand. I'm not going to wear a mask to come in your store. I can do what I want to do. You know what? Just wear the mask. You leave them alone if they don't have one. Calling the cops because some kid is in the street taking off a little boy's hat because he had on Make America Great hat. It's a little boy. You're a grown daggone adult. And it threatens the mother. It's like, where do you come from after this? You're going to owe a massive apology. And the people that you're injuring, being so belligerent and evil and disgusting, are the very same ones that you need to live in this country. They're the ones who's going to pay the taxes. They're the ones who's going to serve you someday in a hospital if you get injured, shot, hurt, or in a car accident. That nurse who came in to help you, he was the guy who you attacked. The doctor who you called a bunch of names who came over here from another country and worked really hard is looking at you and will care for you no matter what you look like or what you said. So at what point do we as Americans stop injuring each other, start remembering that we are created in an image of a God, I don't really care if you don't believe in him, that's fine, but we are image bearers. Image bearers. Every last one of us in this country, no matter what state we're in, are Americans. And it's, it's I don't know what's going to happen. I, I don't have any predictions of what's going to happen after this. I've been saying this for quite some time all year long. Be careful of the people that want to separate you by color. Be careful of the people who want to separate you by some sort of name or tag. Be careful of the people that want to constantly separate you and build within animosity. Because it's a poison. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, people's world views dictate their behavior. And if you only think I'm a Democrat, I must be this and you must be that, I must hate you. If you think that I'm a Republican and I must hate you or I'm better or so on, so, then you've lost sight of what the whole thing is. Oh, she's of a different race. We're all humans from the human race. Different ethnicities. We come from maybe different countries, but we're all human. You got nothing else? No. You run out of gas? You no. tired? Yes. Okay. I just saw a text come through while we were recording. But anyway, that is it. I'm going to get off my soapbox. Trying to get some rest. I've been out in the doctor all day long, so we're not home to get anything taken care of. 
And um, yeah, I got to get prepared for this week's adventure and uh, some other stuff. Should we ready to get out of here? Yes. All right, once again, let me remind you what? What is it? That you don't have to like what I say or anyone else's. You don't have to agree with any one of us, but we do need to remember is that we already, I already alluded to it. We're all part of one race, the human race, and we need to learn to love one another. So we will see you back here tomorrow on the White Beard and TK podcast. Bye-bye. I didn't say say goodbye, kid. Bye-bye. No, I'm not done yet. Bye. I didn't. Wait, you wait till, I, wait till I say it. Bye. No. Yes. Say goodbye, kid. Bye. No, say goodbye, kid. Nope. Say goodbye, kid. Bye. Say goodbye, kid. No. Say goodbye, kid. Nope. Say goodbye, Bye. Kid.